mean, he said no guarantees, but I just didn't appreciate how he kept tickling my sphincter, bro. Dude, I literally told him the same thing. Like for 40 bucks? Come on. Anyways. Uh, hey guys. Um, welcome to another episode of IPA. Yeah. Um, we have some very interesting uh, things we want to talk about today. Yeah. Um, hope you guys are doing well and, you know. Hope, hope 2023 has been a good start for you. January has been good. Um, I'm a Capricorn myself. I am a Libra myself. <clears throat> and uh, because uh, Mercury's in retrograde, I'm going to have a great birthday. Oh, is that really? No, I don't know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if you're an astrology girl or something like that. Of course not. Yeah. Don't you know me? Um, okay, so uh, we had this idea a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, we never had the chance to talk about it, but basically... The question came up at some, at some point when we were having some random conversation. Probably while we were playing Smash. Probably. Super probably. Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, clarify. We were playing like Smash Bros and we just like, as as you do when you're playing Smash Bros with your bros. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, you kind of start talking about, you know, contemplative topics. And we got to the topic of like, you know our parents and like what they went through and we were talking about what we went through growing up and like i wouldn't say generational trauma but like the barriers we each had to break yeah as we were growing up i think i think we got to the question of you know given everything now in the political climate and trying to be inclusive with everyone do we as a generation have to be more socially aware than our parents ever did um and I, i don't really know the answers to that yeah, and I guess we can figure it out as we're talking about it. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we're like, I don't know if socially aware is, is the correct word. I, at least I never thought of it as, as like being socially aware. I've thought of it more as like breaking barriers or okay. like, uh, or like uh, changing with the times. Yeah. Is that socially aware think, or no. is that just changing with the times? Well, I guess that's kind of one and the same thing. So, yeah. so let's, I guess let's break I guess it down. it's an aspect of being socially aware. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, um, what do you think? Like, our parents had to had to break down the things that they had to deal with. You know, honestly, like, I've been thinking about it more and more as I talk to my like father a lot. Um, I feel like they had to break barriers. Like, you know, marriage was a thing. You know, love marriage was like a lot harder back in the day as opposed to now. My parents didn't have a love marriage. My dad says it was love marriage because it was love at first sight, <laughs> which is like, uh, whatever, Nana. Yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, I think like, you know, leaving India was breaking a barrier. Like coming mm-hmm. to America was breaking a barrier. Do you think right? they were like uh, convinced to stay? I think they were convinced to stay. I think they left to have a better life for us. Yeah. But I feel like, um, you know... Why would you leave if you're already comfortable in your own household? It's like asking me. It's like me saying, I want to go to the UK and have like a better life for my kids. Yeah, like, that's a barrier I have to break. Right. That's absolutely like you like your parents are going to be like a lot of parents are going to be like, why do you want to go? Like a lot of people are going to try and like be like, what? Why do you want to go? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the reason? So I guess it's a barrier you have to break. Um, another barrier they had to break was like the cultural shock that comes with moving to a different country. Or not maybe a barrier, but like I guess it's like a trauma they had to overcome because cultural shock is a sort of trauma, albeit not like a you know it doesn't have to always be like very hurtful in a way, but it's something you have to like work through and get over, right? You know what I was actually I was just thinking about this like a couple of days ago, how 
when we were kids and our parents would put us into like extracurriculars like karate and like swimming and stuff they had to deal with um literally like the people they dealt with like the parents of the other kids they were probably like obviously like not brown right like most of them and like having to to interact with a different culture because your kid is like in swimming or karate that must have been so hard it it dude yeah for sure like you coming straight from india having to interact with like (laughs) like white family like (laughs) that like probably is asking so many random questions about you and then like you're like, I just want my kid to learn karate. Yeah, it's like, I didn't come here to socialize. And then you have to, like, go to your, like, kid's school friend's birthday parties and, yeah. like, help out. How mm-hmm. awkward is that? It's super awkward. I, I don't know. That, I, I already find I... it awkward just to do that, like, nowadays sometimes. Like, just to, like, go meet, like, other people's friends sometimes. It's, like, oh, it's just already awkward to meet other people that you don't know. Like, imagine us being parents and our kids, like, like uh, you know, they have, like, Oh, you know, my my friend Timmy's having a birthday party and you have to like go there and like meet all the other parents. Isn't that kind of awkward? It is kind of awkward, which probably makes more sense as to why like whenever they found like an Indian community, they just all like kind of like congregated to each other and they all just stuck to each other. And I think in a way that was good because it builds community, but it also um it also doesn't enable growth in certain aspects. Yeah. Cuz you you all have the same mindset. So I I think like in terms of socially aware things they had to deal with, I would argue that they had to deal with racism more than we did as a generation. Yeah. I it might maybe I'm wrong uh, saying that, maybe. but I think, I still think like you know for immigrants they yeah. had to deal with racism more because now we are technically American and we have the the right to say that. Yeah. Right. Like we were born here, we were raised here. I think. Hassan said something like this, right? Like, mm. we have the the right to liberty. Yeah. You know, he said, yeah. So, it's, like, similar concept. Yeah. But um, they had to really deal with racism straight on because, like, we there was no awareness of what racism uh, was in the context of immigrants. Yeah. Like, not nearly as much. Now, we're a lot more socially aware and because the genera- that generation had to deal with it. Yeah. I remember um, someone was, like, because my dad's name is Sham, right? And, like, I think he was introducing himself to someone and they're like, I'm just going to say Sam. And I was like, well, is it really like that tough to say Sean? I mean, I still do it at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just say Sean, which is my brother's name. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, what I mean is like they can they can't say Sean, but like they would yeah. say like super califragilisticexpialidocious. I'm yeah. like, dude, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could say that. You can say Sean. Like, I think it's like those minor, I guess, are they like minor aggressions? Are those micro? micro, micro. Are those microaggressions? Uh... I don't know. Or those like micro racism ass. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you call them, but like, I don't know what to label it, but like, uh, whatever, like, you know, so I think it's those tiny things like, and they slowly add up over time. So I guess it like kind of like chips away at Indian parents or immigrant parents. Yeah. So that's why they're tougher on us. But because they went through that, I think society has become more aware of things like this. And then with our generation, I think we had to deal with a little bit more about like, being more inclusive with uh, not just other races, but um, other genders and like the spectrum of and sexuality norms, right? and sexuality. Yeah. I think that was a bigger thing for us, you know? Yeah. But, you know, sexuality was like a huge, like the sexual movement. Wasn't that like a huge thing during the 70s? Yeah, it was. They always it? called it like sex, drugs and rock and roll. Like, wasn't that, like, a huge thing back in the day? You know, that's interesting because I feel like, uh, I mean, I guess we weren't there to really know, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, like, there was a lot of... Or at least the way they portray it in a lot of 
TV movie, like TV shows, movies. Like there was a huge movement for that, right? I think there was probably a greater awareness that this exists, like men having sex with men and women having sex with women. But the acceptance of it was probably still not there. Yeah. And that's probably something I can only ask like our parents or like someone of that generation. Yeah. We, and, we won't know. And there's even a difference between our parents uh, and their generation in India versus like a, a, the American version of the same generation. Right. Like growing yeah. up in America at that generation is different than growing up in India. at that generation. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know, it's funny that like we think like people back home are very different. But like I remember growing up here. And, like, when I was going to med school in India, I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to go to any, like, parties. I'm not going to have a college experience <laughs> really? that everyone else is. And I get there. I'm like, what is going on here? These what guys all- party harder than yeah. I was like, everyone parties like crazy. I mean, I think everyone parties crazy everywhere. Yeah. But, like, I think it just puts into perspective that, like, I guess it's a generational thing more than, like, a like in this country or that country type of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I And I think like this is, we were just talking about it. This is something that'd be great to have some of your friends from India. Yeah. Like discuss we'll because, save this. We'll save this discussion for a different day. Yeah. Because I, I haven't been to India since high school. Yeah. It's definitely not I'm the same. I'm uncultured swine. <laughs> but Kapil was just there last month. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel so connected to, I call India home because like, Aww. I feel like I had the, I had my formative like, Obviously, I grew up and I was born in America and, like, I went to high school here. But I feel like a lot of my formative years of, like, growing as an adult mm-hmm. and as, like, a man it was in India. So, I feel like a lot of, like, aspects of my life and my thought process and who I am is rooted in India as well. I think that was something that, like, my father understood that happens when you in college and, like, Maybe this is not exactly what he thought, but like when he sent me to India, I think he's, he's always someone that. that thinks the long game as opposed to like yeah. the short game. Yeah. Wow. He had that foresight. That's good. Yeah. Because wow. he was talking to me recently. He was like, yeah, I mean, like I knew eventually you would like grow into it and, you know, you'd learn to understand your roots and who you are. Oh, well, so yeah. you call India home, huh? Yeah. India's home, too. I mean, like, yeah, I call we- Texas City home. <laughs> Bucky's on forty-five. The bu- Bucky's on forty-five. Bucky's on forty-five. Specifically, yeah. there's a corner in there with all the brownies, and that's where I call home. <laughs> the fudge, the fudge. Yeah, the br- the Bucky's fudge. The Bucky's fudge. But yeah, um, what do you think about Gen Z? What What do you think like they're like you know the what, things they have to be so more socially aware? Do you think they have to be more socially aware than us, or is it just in a different way? I don't know. I think that goes back to changing times, right? Yeah. Like, like, I guess everyone has their battles. Yeah, everyone has their battles. Our parents had their battles. What we do you think their battles. battle is? What do I think Gen Z's battle is? I mean, to be quite honest, man, maybe this is how our parents felt. Like, they didn't understand, like, yeah, us per se, like, as a generation, right? I don't know if I can understand Gen Z as a generation because I have to... I have to interact more with Gen Z people. Right. I mean, we're on the border, so we have, like, you know, on the border of Gen Z. and Yeah. So we have a little more access to them. We have a little more access. To them because we we know a lot of them, but I guess the only way I have, like, access to Gen Z as a whole is TikTok. Yeah, pretty much. That like I don't t- even know. I don't even know if that's accurate because TikTok is one aspect of, like, people's lives, not, like, their uh, entire... It's like, uh, 
Wait. TikTok is all Gen Z is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gen Z <laughs> is I was gonna TikTok. Say, there's no difference between TikTok and Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z is TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, you know what's interesting? I think I think TikTok uh, has components of all generations. There's old people on it. Yeah. There's there's us. There's people a generation above us on it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's Gen Z. I think that's cool. Yeah. It kind of ties us all together. Bring us all together. Take all of our information for China. Yeah. It's it's a great. It's amazing. Globalization. Everyone has all access to everything. You know, this was like, I feel like this is the, I mean, we always, I think what our generation was, was uh, growing up at the beginning of the information age to when it really took off to yes. like social media and everything. So it was like. We saw from like going from zero access to information at the palm of our hand to having everything at the palm of our hand. You know what? Yeah. But Gen Z has had access to everything almost immediately as soon as like they you were know born, what? right? You make a good point. I I'm going to be I'm going to be bold to say that yes, we do have to be more socially aware than we do. Because be- of the internet. Yeah. We do have to be more socially aware because of the internet. When when our parents grew up, they didn't have. They, it was just like their twenty, the people around them, right? Yeah, their community. Yeah, their community. The hundred people. That There's they not saw. like an entire, um, like group of people that will go against them if they say something that's like off or yeah. like you know like not politically correct. Whereas we have to be careful what we say. Yeah, not only that, I feel like our parents were so set in their ways so that like, you know, for us growing up. I mean, obviously, we felt things were wrong when people said them, but I feel like we were more afraid to say things to our parents. And the thing I can commend about Gen Z is that they're not afraid. Yeah, they will say it. Yeah, as it is to your face, albeit sometimes a little aggressively, <laughs> more aggressive than I'd like. But you know, it's better than saying nothing. Huh? When's the last time our parent, like our our parents' generation, has said something offhanded and we've just like looked at them like? Uh, that's not right, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. When's the last time you've had someone younger than you around you call you out for something that you said? I've definitely been called out. And even till this day, I still like look at, like, look at some of the aunties and uncles and if they say something offhand and I'm just like, oh, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but like, you know, like something like microaggressive or like, yeah. And and even then I'm still kind of hesitant. Yeah. But that's, that's the difference in our generations. Yeah. I think like, I would say I would argue that they they had more um, freedom to say whatever they wanted, but it came at the cost of marginalizing people. Yeah. So they could they they had less stress about like what they could and couldn't say in the context of anything, any conversation, because I mean, who cares? Yeah, who cared? Like, there's no point. canceling. There's no none yeah. Of that. But you know, people would be like, oh, I don't know if she said that. You know, but like now. The very opposite spectrum, Gen Z, they have to be very careful about they say about what they say. But in a way, in in one way, it's good because you know people don't feel excluded. But in another way, they might feel bound by a filter, like they can't like say. Yeah, they may may not feel comfortable having a full conversation about their thoughts because they might be afraid that their thoughts are somehow racist or. Um, like backwards backwards and if they can't have those conversations they might never learn yeah that's true that that's also yeah 
You know? I, I feel like, yeah. And we kind of like, fit in the middle. We're yeah. between them and Gen Z. Yeah. And so... So we're we're kind of like, confused. What, what <laughs> is going on here? I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm saying what I'm saying is right, but also yeah. I want to have this conversation. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know, I this is... Oh, man. I feel like I understand my dad more and more now as I grow older as opposed to like... Yeah. When I was younger. Because he's like... I remember I used to be very emotional like when I respond to things, like especially politically. Uh, like you fall. can't say that. About yeah. I'll be like, no, no, you can't say that. I'm like... And he'd be like, well, so how am I supposed to understand if you just get mad at me whenever I say anything? And I yeah. was like, yeah, you, you can't say any of that <laughs> stuff. And I'm sitting here now like, ah, a man of many wise words <laughs> and I haven't understood anything that he was saying back in the day. I get it now. Yeah. But I think there's also, you know, there's ways to say it uh, in, in a way to like open a conversation versus just like being judgmental. Yeah. So like you can say something about like, a certain gender, race, whatever, uh, to open a conversation about it, but never to like, you know, like, oh, these people are always like this. That's just, yeah. just that's just, just you're not supposed to punch down. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You're not supposed to punch down. And I think you're not supposed to like be malicious in your intent. Yeah. I think if you're just trying to honestly understand something, I don't think anyone will have a problem. Yeah. But just like, don't be malicious in your intent, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could talk more with, about the Gen Z stuff, but I would like someone with who's from Gen Z here. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's a good wrap up. We can yeah. we can probably uh, do another episode with a Gen Zer and, yeah. and see their thoughts and and have a person from the uh, from the uh, Boomer the Boomer generation, we have a Boomer Millennial and a Gen Z. Yeah, walk into a bar. Is that Gen Gen <laughs> X? What are they? What is Gen X? I thought that's what they were called. Or Y? Shoot. Well, wait, dude, wait, we're Y. That. We're millennial. We're Y. We're They're X. XYZ, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. You know, it's 2023. You know, I hope everything's going well for you guys. And like we end most of our episodes, if you're having uh, mental health issues, do seek professional help in a psychiatrist, psychologist, or a therapist. Uh, we love you. We care about you. Have the best morning, afternoon, or evening. Bye. Peace.